In this episode, I'm going to share what I've learned having made over 1,000 videos. You're listening to The Liftoff Show, the podcast for ambitious e-commerce entrepreneurs, helping you increase sales, profits, and build a powerhouse brand fast. I'm your host, Austin Lovell, and welcome to the show. Ever since pretty early on, when my mum first got her first iPhone, I was very much into making videos, recording video content, putting it together and making montages and content for YouTube and just a whole bunch of different video content. And then over time, as I finished high school, started creating more video content for local businesses, for local companies and brands. And I did a lot of content for car dealerships and real estate and local companies for promotional content and marketing and advertising. And then around 12 months ago in late July, early August of 2020, I transitioned 100% into video ads for e-commerce brands. And over the journey of creating video content, marketing content, advertising content for e-commerce brands, for local businesses trying to drive more sales and bring in more customers, I've made a whole bunch of mistakes and I've also learned some really cool things. So in this episode, I want to dive into some of the key learnings and takeaways from over a thousand videos that I've made, the team at Crafted has made collectively over the past 12 to 18 months. So without further ado, let's jump straight into them. So the first one is professional doesn't equal high converting. Very early on, I don't know if it's because I came from a background, I guess, in local business videos where all of these smaller businesses are trying to look really professional, you know, really well put together with these great high quality videos. I don't know if that translated across into e-commerce. And I thought initially that the video ads had to be super high quality. You know, they had to be pristine and so crisp and just the lighting had to be you know impeccable and it had to be like cinema grade content and that really reflected when I was making my first videos for e-commerce brands it was for some local brands that were starting to transition online selling homewares bathwares and a bunch of other cool products and I set up a studio at home and when I call it a studio it was this backdrop this sheet from Amazon with this big tripod and holder as well it's meant to be like this DIY studio setup and so I got Got that. I set it up with some LED panel lights that I already had. And then I realized I needed to prop up the product. So I got a bedside table and I would rotate it and get these rotating shots of products. Then I would mask out the background and then have these really cool products like rotating on the screen and like transitioning and have bottles opening and things like that. And if you've ever seen on YouTube, there was a trend that went around a little while ago talking about product videos. And it was all of these awesome creators making these in-depth product videos for e-commerce brands. And I saw that back then. And I thought this is the kind of creative that I need to be making very professional, very crisp. It didn't really have people in it. It was more product focused rather than the end customer focused. And what I've learned over the past four to six months, especially is that professional doesn't equal high converting that you can oftentimes have a video ad that's shot with a phone that was made by a customer who had little to no idea what they were doing, but that will convert so much better than something that you could have spent $10,000 on or 50,000 in a you know full scale commercial production. And so that was a really big thing that I've learned over the past, I guess, thousand videos is that professional doesn't always equal high converting. So don't be attached to making something that's really, really high quality. And when I say that, in terms of production quality, you know, in this nice environment, studio setup, you know, huge film crew and production crew to make it happen. It doesn't need to be like that. You can make something on your phone in 20 minutes and it can oftentimes perform better than those videos if you know what you're doing. And then the second point, how something is said is often more important than what is said. So I've really learned that delivery is everything. The same goes if you were listening to this podcast and I was like this, 
hey guys, you know, today we're going to talk about, you know, what I've learned making, uh, you know, a thousand, like if I was talking like that, you're not going to listen to me. Or if you do, you probably got a very long attention span. And so what I've found out is that delivery is so, so important. The energy, the enthusiasm, the intent behind what you say is really, really key. And when we relate this back to video ads for e-commerce brands, if you have someone or a customer that's shooting some video content for your product and in the video, there's just no energy. You know, they're pretty flat. There's not much energy. Even though they say the perfect script, they nail all your value props. You know, they've included all the key benefits and it's an amazing script. Chances are, if you have someone else who says it with a lot more genuine energy, a lot more authenticity, and they're, you know, really sincere in what they say, and they're talking about how the product has helped them, even if they don't say all of your product benefits, and they don't nail every key USP of your brand, but they just share it with genuine intent, and you can hear that in their voice, and, you know, just their body language, and how they are in the video, chances are that's going to perform so, so much better than the other one that hit all the script, that hit all the lines perfectly, but there was no energy, there was no intent and authenticity behind what they were saying. So the delivery of what's being said is so much more important than the actual content. And then moving on, be customer centric. So this is number three. And from the angle to the copy, to the creative, to the script, to the editing, to the music, to the style, everything, you know, definitely have to be customer centric. And as I said a few points ago, when I was talking about creating those, I guess, crispy sort of studio style videos for products, I really lost sight of that. I was creating it and it was a very brand focused. It was like, this looks really cool. You know, it looks great on the video clip, but it wasn't focused on what the customer actually wanted to see. What they want to see is that it either solves their problem and moves them away from pain and towards pleasure in the quickest and most easiest way possible, or that it adds this extra benefit to their life that they didn't know they wanted. And so one big thing I've learned is that definitely got to be customer centric. I think that goes across all marketing and advertising anyway, even in branding, but for ad creative and obviously advertising especially, you need to be customer centric. So if I could go back and tell myself, it's like, stop worrying about the videos looking 10 out of 10 and looking really aesthetic and nice to satisfy my own creative desires. Let's think about it from who's watching it. Let's think about it from the audience's perspective. Let's think about it from the customer's perspective and make it to add value to them rather than just to satisfy, again, my own creative desires and vision for what it should look like. And number four is attention is everything and you need to grab it fast. And I think the analogy that I really like to think of when it comes to grabbing attention and how important it is, you definitely need to think of your ideal customer as if they're driving down the highway in their car with the windows down. They've just taken five pills of Endone. They're super sleepy. They're wearing a blindfold, headphones on, all these people screaming at them in the backseat. Like there's so much going on in the middle of like a snowstorm and that you need to get through to them. You need to cut through that noise and grab their attention because in today's market, there's so many things vying for people's attention. I think it, a recent statistic was like 350 million new posts are put on Facebook daily. And so you need to get through all that. You need to cut through the noise like a samurai sword just to be able to get to your ideal customer. So I used to make video content that was bland. There was no attention grabbing hook. Why would you want to watch it? There was no reason to. I thought it just looked cool. And I thought this makes a lot of sense because we're speaking the script, you know, it looks great. It's coming together nicely, great colors, great branding. 
but it wasn't grabbing people's attention. It wasn't demanding attention. It wasn't like someone standing in the middle of an auditorium while everyone's silent, just screaming and demanding attention. So that was the next thing that I really found out is that attention really is everything when it comes to online advertising. Because even if you have an incredible message, no one's gonna listen to that if you don't grab their attention first. Moving on to number five, the fifth thing that I really discovered was that you need to review the data. And this is more geared towards advertising and when you're using a platform like Facebook and Instagram to advertise and use your video ads and video content to drive sales is that you're gonna have those metrics. You're gonna be able to dive into that. But oftentimes, I wouldn't look at that at all. Well, actually I didn't look at it at all. I would give someone a video, whether it was a client or a brand we're working with and just give them the video and say, hey, cool, all done, looks great. You happy with it? They're happy with it. Amazing, we're done here. But what I failed to realize is that just because we might think it's great, just because the client might think it's great, doesn't mean the market and their target customer will also think the same thing. And so it's so, so important if you're an e-commerce brand to really understand what the data is telling you because it's hard to have conversations with every single person who watch one of your video ads. It's impossible. You're not gonna be able to do it. But if you know how to decode the data and understand what it's telling you inside of a platform like Facebook, then that's gonna give you a lot of key information that you can use to optimize your next batch of creative. Understand what people wanna see, understand what the best attention grabbing hooks were or what the best call to actions were or the best angles or the best creators that used in the videos or the best style of advertising content. The data is gonna tell you that stuff. And now what we generally do for video ads is use the AIDA framework. It's a method that's typically used for writing copy and you've probably heard of it before, but this way of applying this framework to video ad creative analysis and data analysis really came from a company called Common Thread Collective. They're a creative agency, advertising agency, and what they said in this really cool article, I got so much value out of it, was that you break it down into AIDA. So first with a video ad, you wanna look at how does it grab attention? and so so how you can measure this is by doing three second video views divided by the number of impressions. So inside of your Facebook ad dashboard, inside of Ads Manager, you can set up a custom metric. You can put in those two data points and then create a custom metric and they call it the attention factor. And so this is gonna give you a percentage. And if that percentage isn't above 25 to 30%, which is sort of the benchmark for a hook that's really solid, it's grabbing attention. If it's not at that level or above it, then that means that your hook isn't strong enough. Then you move on to I, which is interest or interest. Now, how do you measure that? Well, you can look at that by the average view duration. If the view duration is above three to four seconds on Facebook, you can generally say that, okay, it's got a decent engagement rate. People are watching this content. Then you move into D, which is desire. How well does your ad build desire for your product and get the viewer to take action? And with desire, you look at the outbound click-through rate. And if that outbound click-through rate isn't at about one, one and a half percent, then the call to action isn't strong enough. The amount of desire that you've built up for the product isn't strong enough because people aren't clicking through and going to your website. And then the final bit is action. Action, you measure it in return on ad spend. And the great thing about using the AIDA framework is that if you just look at ROAS, it's gonna tell you if a piece of creative works or not, but it's not gonna tell you why. It's not gonna tell you if the hook is strong. It's not gonna tell you if you built up enough desire, if it's engaged aging enough, if your audience is really resonating with it and buying because of it. It's just gonna say, look, it's a good ad or this ad works or it doesn't. It's not gonna tell you why. So that was a very, very key thing I learned is that you need to review the data anytime you have it available, really understand why a certain bit of creative is working and why one isn't. And the last one is test 
fast. And I'm saying testing different variations of videos, not just making one video and saying, that's the end of that. And this was super important because I would have this vision of what bit of creative would perform really well for an audience and what I thought would convert really well. But as soon as you put it out there and it doesn't convert well, you think, oh, I've got to completely scrap that and start again. But chances are it could just be the hook or maybe you know certain messaging in the video was a little bit off. So you can just adapt it, change it, make variations with different hooks. Sometimes we'll create a video with three to five different hooks, but it's the same video from second five onto second 15 or 30. It's the same video, but only the hook has changed because sometimes the audience isn't gonna resonate with a certain hook. It's not gonna grab their attention, but the rest of the video really resonates with them. So we just need to grab their attention and get them to watch the rest. And so that would be the last point that I've learned having made a whole bunch of videos is that you really need to be constantly testing, trying new variations of videos, making changes. And just because a piece of creative doesn't work, it doesn't mean it's the end of the world. It could just be a simple variation that gets the job done. And that wraps up my top six learnings from having made over a thousand videos. But before we finish up, if you wanna learn how to make high converting video ads for your brand or your store, whether you're a brand owner, a DTC founder, a drop shipper, and you wanna learn how to make these high converting video ads so you can bring in more sales and profit and increase your ROAS daily, then I've put together a free 20 minute masterclass where I literally walk you through our whole process, what we do with the agency, and exactly how you can make your own high converting video ads, even if you have zero experience and you're on a shoestring budget. So if you wanna check that out, it's gonna be below the podcast today. Go and check out that link and you'll definitely get loads of value from it. Thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate your time and I'll see you in the next episode.